Welcome to the Improperly Forward production of the Everything's Not Fine podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Bednick. And I'm Nicole Gonzalez. We live in a world where our lives are on display all of the time. There's a lot of pressure to keep up appearances and sugarcoat the crap. We're putting our foot down and saying we don't have to do that anymore. Everything is not fine, and that's absolutely okay. Hey guys, it's Cal. Thanks for listening and being a part of this world today. This is another bonus episode, uh, Just Between Us, a podcast that Nicole and I referred to in episode six. Um, This is now being called the meltdown episode because (laughs) this is the one where emotions and frustrations and all of the things were very raw. And uh, we missed the first couple of minutes of recording and then it drops out and we have to restart. There's, it, it was a crazy hot mess, but um, it was really real and really raw about um, what was going on with Nicole, especially, but both of us had, had really been having some emotional days while we process what um, quarantine means for each of us. Uh, but before I move on and play that for you, both Nicole and I just wanted to share that in the midst of this and us being real and talking about um, how this affects us within our four walls in our homes um, and it and it's real and it's valid and we don't um, downplay it at all because it's our world and it's how we feel. Um, but right now, also in our world, um, in New York City and all over our country and all over our world, people are losing their lives um, in an unbelievable number. And it and it's just escalating. And our hospitals, um, especially in New York City, both of our hearts are so much um, there in our hospitals and our medical workers and um, the people who are putting their own lives at risk to try to save others' lives. And um, what we are experiencing is obviously nothing compared to the sacrifice that our medical workers are experiencing and is nothing compared to what families and loved ones of those who are sick or losing their lives to this virus are going through. And uh, we did not want to seem insensitive to that by talking about um, what may seem like a futile problem compared to um, compared to what's going on in desperate situations across our country. And um, our hearts are definitely with our medical workers and our first responders and our retail workers and truckers and those who are um, still putting their lives at risk every day being out and exposing, potentially exposing themselves to what's going on. And so um, we didn't want this opportunity to go by without saying that um, our hearts are, are with them and our prayers and our love and gratitude for everyone who is doing everything they can to try to help save those of us who do become ill or to help keep us functioning as a society and, and help us feed our, feed our families and, and do all the things. So 
we hope that you'll join us in, in just really praying and sending our love to, to all of those people and our gratitude to all of those people. Um, but at the same time, we still feel what we feel inside our homes and inside our walls. And um, we want to share that because we feel like it does help each of us um, realize that we're not crazy and, <laughs> and that what we're going through, we are all going through. And so we, we don't want to not share that because it's also very real. So thank you again for joining us and take care of one another, love one another, um, and stay safe. But it's at the same time, it's like, you know, am I going to let them sit and stare at the TV and play on their electronics for six weeks? Like, right. You know, like, is that, I don't know, I guess I just feel the weight of like, trying to come out of this on top, you know? Right. Yeah. Instead of, instead of coming out of this whole situation, feeling like a failure, like. Yeah. Yeah. And then I've realized that part of me I'm like I'm such a control freak because <laughs> yeah. it's it literally is driving me crazy that I don't know when this is going to end like if I knew it was like one more week it'd be like okay I can get through this I have one more week right right but it's like is it one week or is it six weeks is it do I just give up are these kids not going to go back to school because if they're not going to go back to school then I'm just going to say fuck it all and we'll have fun yeah but if they are going to go back to school, like, I feel the responsibility of, like, making sure that they get back to school yeah. and that they get back still where they were, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It just all hit me. Too. Well, I haven't left the house since Tuesday, so <laughs> I think <laughs> that might be part of it. Yeah. Well, it's all... Nicole, all of it is just real and valid. And you're where I was probably Thursday through today. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is exactly all of it. I mean, last week I was like, we, st we did Monday. We had our schedule. Everything was fine. Like the kids were fine. They didn't fight me on it. They didn't do anything. And then Tuesday I woke up and I went in and I woke them up and neither of them would wake up. And it's like nine o'clock and neither of them wanted to wake up. Neither of them listened to me. And Jim was still leaving for work. So I didn't have him here to be like, get up. Yeah. And so I was like, fuck it. I don't want to be doing this right now. I don't. I don't. I'm not emotionally prepared for this. I'm not mentally, like, I can't handle it. We're not doing this right now. I don't care. Like, there's nothing so important about <laughs> what needs to be done that I'm going to fight this battle today. And, and so then that's when I was like, all right, this week is spring break or whatever. You know, I was like, we're not, yeah. none of us are ready for this. And I don't know. I don't know if it worked out to be better for the kids or worse. Like I might be digging myself out of a hole this week because that's what we did. But I, 
I could not do it. I could not, like, I logged into Jordan's emails from his teachers and I was so overwhelmed. I was like, how the hell does my kid who's not capable of doing this, like, you know, mentally he's not capable of sorting through 55 emails. How does he do this every day? Like, that was my first thing. I was like, what the fuck? This is what they do every day? Like, I'm confused. I'm beside myself. I was so overwhelmed. And so I I was like, nope. I, I don't have a good attitude right now. My bad attitude is going to wear off on them. Plus, they won't even fucking get out of bed. So, yeah, <laughs> like, we're not doing this. And I, like, my emotions since last Wednesday or Thursday have been so all over the place. So, like, depressed and anxious and sad and mad. And, like, there's good spots. There's, like, positive spots or whatever. But I, yeah, struggle bus like I have a first class ticket on the struggle bus right now. <laughs> yeah. And I just don't even know where how the hell are we going to get through this? You know, like that's but today I feel better, so who knows? Like Oh, I'm sorry. I know it's so hard. But we yeah, and I like... think the big thing Nicole is you've got to take the pressure off of yourself. Like it's really just what can you do? What is right for you guys and not the pressure of all the other stuff. I just, and like our, our kids didn't get any homework or, um, yeah, schoolwork. So like I literally have spent, you know, every every morning I'm like struggling, like, okay, what am I going to give them? You know, what am I going to give my preschooler? What am I going to give my third grader? What am I going to give my sixth grader? Okay. Now what in the hell am I going to find for my freshman? Like, right. But at the same time, like, I don't want to just give up and be like, oh, we're going to have six weeks of fun, you know? Right. Because that's easier for me. It's just so how much hard. time how much time are you spending with them like well so our schedule we're just doing one hour you know and we're doing a regular just like a regular daily schedule like yeah. you know they all, they don't sleep in so I that getting yeah. them up is not an issue because they all get up at 7 30 yeah. anyways and I give them yeah. an hour to watch tv and just relax we do breakfast we do cleanup we do chores, which is like clean your room, brush your teeth, you know, yeah. personal, personal chores, nothing big because I've just been cleaning nonstop because that's just kind of how I function yeah. when I'm right. When I'm irritated, when I'm anxious, when I'm frustrated, well, it's the one I thing we can control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, there's not a lot of cleaning for them to do, but, and then we, you know, I try and do some kind of like exercise workout with them just so that they're not sitting all day. Mm-hmm. And then we do an hour of, I have an hour set aside for math and science, meaning like something, something mathematical, watch a science video, talk about it. Like that's it. Then it's lunchtime. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. I, I don't know if, because we came off of a weekend of and then they read. So they have, we have lunch and they're all supposed to be taking turns making lunch, trying to, you know, learn that part of it. 
Then they have an hour of quiet reading. Then it's like puzzles and games. And then it's done. Then we're, our, our day's over. They can be on their yeah. phones. They can be on their iPads. They can play outside. They can do whatever they want for the rest of the day. Yeah. But it's like from the moment they woke up this morning, they they didn't want to do anything that I asked them to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it just came off of a weekend of just a lot of relaxing, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. not any yeah. kind of rigidity or schedule. Yeah. And so, you know, that that's what they, I don't know. It just, and I think part of it too, is I just feel like I feel resentment towards Larry because he just gets to get up and leave. Yeah. And it's like, I just, I don't know. I, I need, I just need some alone time and. Yes. Girl, you need a bath. <laughs> They'll follow me. They'll freaking follow me and knock on the door and which, you know, I'm trying, I'm just trying, I'm trying. Yeah. You know, trying to take my own damn advice from last week to be grateful, but it's like today I'm just not seeing it. Like how we talked about how you have the ability of making everything fun and all of, you know, like the amazing positive qualities it is. Like there's also the, there's always the downside to our strengths, you know, like whether it's somebody who's stubborn or, you know, whatever there, it has such positive qualities, but then it always has the downside. And I think the downside of, being able to like put a positive spin on everything and make everything fun or make everything is sometimes it's just not fun. (laughs) Like there's just no way of putting a positive spin on things. And then what does that do to you? Like, you know what I mean? That pressure of making it okay and making it fun. Like when you can't, how does your brain and your psyche process that like failure? You know, yeah, like, yeah, automatically. That's automatically how I feel. But like, I don't want my kids to look back on this time and be like, that was horrible. You know, like, yeah. yeah. Like, I know, I know it's confusing for them, you know, this whole yeah. situation. Like, my poor boys have been practicing since November for baseball they literally the day before all of this happened they got all their new uniforms their new equipment their new bag like they were so excited and then all of a sudden it's like well you know there goes your season like you know poor olivia just barely started tennis like i know that they're frustrated and they miss their friends and but it's like I don't want them to look back on this time and be like, you know, God, mom was a witch. Yes. Right. But, you know, I'm so torn between that and being like, well, let's just, you know, I'll be the fun mom and let you do whatever you want. Or like, no, we still have to have structure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Trying to have, you know, like you said, trying to have empathy for them. And their situation and, you know, poor Olivia is stuck with her three brothers for God knows how long. Yes, right. 
I think that I, I wish I could find it. I thought I saved it for us to talk about, but there was something going around about like, this is a, we're all experiencing a level of mourning, like yeah, the interrupted sleep. Like this is a common thing that people are having. And you and I talked about this the other day, like not being able to sleep um, or having weird dreams. Like I'm, not yeah. able to sleep very well and Jim's having like these crazy ass dreams yeah and um just our appetites are totally different or upset stomachs or like all of these physical things even going along with our emotions and anyway this person was like that's this is morning we're all going through um our like own stages of grief yes exactly and yeah. Because I'm like, and I was like, okay, well, what am I really mourning? For everybody that's listening, we were having a conversation, then I accidentally stopped it. So now we're picking back up where we left off. Technical restart. Um, But we were talking about the stages of grief and going through mourning during this time. And um, the thing that I'm realizing is like, I'm mourning the loss of like... The things that my kids do for like their passion and their love. And I mean, yes, the normalcy, like driving to practice with Ellie, that's our one-on-one time. And we always like watch dumb, she watches dumb videos and we laugh together. I don't watch them. I'm driving. Um, But like, just like our, our bonding time that we don't get. And yes, we are all in the same house together right now, but it's almost like, we don't make the most of our minutes together because we're just always together. And so there's not like, tell me about your day at school or, you know, what's going on in the outside world. Like that part of our relationship is gone. And yeah, I totally thought the same thing this morning about Olivia. Like I've had more time with her in the past week than I have in a long time. But at the same time, I feel like I haven't spent any time with her. Yeah. Yeah. So weird. It is weird. Well, and last week when this all started, and I do, I do feel this way. Like we talked about how, um, it feels so nice to like not be running all the time, you know? Um, and I was like, I don't know how, what this is going to look like at the end of six weeks, how much I'm going to be like putting our every part of our life into my kids' sports or their hobbies or, you know, like it was really a wake up call to me of that was too much. Um, but now after a week of none of it, I'm like, okay, but some of it is good. <laughs> like, yeah, You know what I mean? There's, as time goes on, it's, it's like a pendulum swinging, like for our life there, the pendulum was all the way over on going, 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 doing, 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 all of the time and now the pendulum has swung to like nothing and so I'm hoping as we go like through this six weeks that pendulum will like find its balance and we'll know a better definition of what life like should look like for us Mm -hmm. but that process is freaking hard like this the process of a of finding balance in general is is a really hard process. And so to have it forced on you in such a dramatic and intense way is going to be really hard for us. Yeah. Yeah. Us too. 
because I know like when this is all over and we can go back, like I'm, we're going to feel that weight of like, you better make up for lost time. Yes. You know, like these boys, like are their coaches going to double up on practices and like make up for lost games and make up for lost tournaments? Like, is it going to be, I don't know. You know, yeah, I don't know. I, I wish, and I think the hardest thing for me too, is that like, I feel like I'm not really able to talk to others, (laughs) even though I'm here at home and like, hello, there's still cell phones, but it's like, I, like there isn't, (laughs) there's other people out there that are going through the same thing as me. Like, why do I feel so alone? You know, like. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I haven't left. And so, you know, I mean, I've talked to you. Yeah. But you have to remember you're an extrovert. Like. Yeah. That is way more intense. Yeah. And like, you know, I haven't, don't, I haven't had my gym time. And that really um, helps with my mental state and that whole like giving me just the motivation to like face my day and um you know yes I do have a treadmill here and you know we have a bike and I have weights and you know I could do it here but I I I don't know well first of all my my kids don't leave me alone so yeah I could get up you know I mean like Larry gets up and does it at 5 30 like why don't I get up and do it with him but I have been so tired like is it just me or like I'm not sleeping good. And so I have been so tired. I can't get up in the morning. Like that is not normally me. Like normally I'm up at six. Like even if I want to sleep in, I still, my eyes are open. I'm up at six. Like I have coffee. I, before my kids even wake up and like this past, like especially the past six days. Yeah. Like I'm so tired and yeah. I, I mean, that's all classic depression, you know, like those are all the classic examples and symptoms of depression. And that is so completely normal right now. Like if you weren't feeling that at some point during this process, it would probably be strange. Yeah. Like it's okay. So I'll tell you what I know from therapy for my daughter, because I give her all the therapy and I don't do it for myself. Uh, (laughs) I just learned from her (laughs) therapy. (laughs) Like you accept it. You accept that it's happening. You allow yourself to feel it. And then you decide what within your power can you do for yourself love self you know your your mental health and your um just ability to give to yourself right now can't go away just because your kids are there and they need it like yeah no you can't go to the gym but what can you do and and maybe that means like in the morning when it's breakfast and chore time lives in charge and you take it and you go and you do your workout and no one's allowed to interrupt it. Like, 
Yeah. Here's some rules. Like they don't interrupt you when we're recording. They, <laughs> you have given them the big serious eyes. <laughs> yeah. I literally threatened them with their life. <laughs> yeah. And that's but, like, yeah, you're worth that every day. Every single day you're worth that. You're worth saying, I'm going to take a bath. And if you're not bleeding or throwing up, you're not allowed to talk to me. Like, you don't have to change all of that. Because as big as I think all of this is in our life and in our mind, it's not as big in kids' minds. In the, I don't think their minds can can compute ev- even everything that's going on. They, they well, just I don't know how it's affecting they... their daily life. Yeah, today, like how it's affecting them today. And I think as adults, and especially as parents, like we are looking at the bigger picture and, you know, I'm feeling the weight and the responsibility of how it's affecting four other people besides myself and their future. And I mean, granted, like I don't have a child that's, you know, I mean, like my heart goes out to these seniors like these, these yes. kids, you know, who have been looking forward to this era in their life, this stage, this journey of graduation and everything that comes along with it. And like, it's been taken from them and yeah. what, you know, like they don't like, did they take their SATs? Did they, you know, like, where does that going to all fit yeah. in? And how is that right. going to, you know, what, I, I, I mean, here I am complaining that I didn't get alone time. And like, there's way, I mean, you know, there's people that have way bigger struggles and frustrations. And yes, but I think part of it too is because I'm just trapped in this house. It's like, I have blinders on, you know, like I can only see what, you know, what's right here and what's going on here. And yeah. Yeah, we have to just give ourselves permission to 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 feel what we're feeling. There's, we, I don't know. I just think there's value in you're not diminishing someone else's problems by acknowledging your own. I guess does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that does. I'm trying really hard to not be like, feel sorry for me, like a big crybaby. <laughs> you don't seem like that at all. <laughs> My day just started out really, I think just a culmination of everything just kind of dropped yeah. today. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's been a week. Well, and Honestly, Nicole, I would have been concerned if at some point you didn't have a struggle. Like if you didn't get to the point, I would be like. Like last um, week I was like, hey, I got this. Like yeah. I can do this. You know, like. Granted, it wasn't like smooth sailing and the kids were like super cooperative, but it was like, I got this. Like, we can do this, like, however long, like, you know, like we did it. I went through my schedule. Like we got, we got through it. Yeah. I did it. I did not, you know, have a breakdown. Yeah. But it was like today. Yeah. I was like, no, I don't. I don't got this. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's not fucking Everything is not fine. (laughs) Like I, (laughs) but that's like, if you, this is the thing that I've been doing lately is when I think about when I get to exactly where you're at right now and 
And I'm like, what is wrong with me? And I think about the fact that it's so funny. The fact that somehow we stumbled upon this name for this podcast of Everything's Not Fine. If I can say that to myself and give myself permission that everything is not fine right now, and if I'm really going to live that truth and say that to other people, that it's okay that everything's not fine, then I get to give myself that same permission. And that there's like freedom of, oh yeah, I don't have to hold shit together right now. I don't, I don't yeah. have to be the one that's making everything perfect. And it's okay that everything's not fine. I'm okay. Like it, it sucks. It's a mess. We're all a hot mess right now. Like, <laughs> I was going to text you and be like, do you want to do like the intro or something on Instagram live? Like where people can see our faces together or like earlier this morning. And then uh-huh. as it as time got closer for us to record, I'm still in my pajamas. I still don't have a bra on. I still haven't brushed my teeth. It's 1.58 PM. And I was like, nope, can't do that today. <laughs> <laughs> you need to give me at least 24 hours heads up for that because <laughs> I mean it was a it wasn't even a serious thought I knew that I would probably be in this position at this time yeah. but like that's that's where we're at right now it's a mess and it's really okay to give ourselves permission to be like it's okay it's okay that we're a mess that's there's hard nobody me. even around to see it like I know that's so true. Yeah, that's hard. That's hard for me to like, let go, you know, and yeah. And to feel and, and to be okay with it, you know, and yeah, and to be like, well, that schedule didn't work today. Like, I guess we can try again tomorrow. Or not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, Yeah, that's hard for me. Yeah. Well, part of being a mom of four means you got to have a lot more control and a lot more systems and a lot more rigidity in place to stay sane, to keep four people, four schedules, four everything running smoothly and also still enjoy your life. Well, along with having, so my in-laws are here. Also right now. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to make them like stick to our schedule. Like, no, you can't come in here. It's not lunchtime. I mean, you know, like they're having a hard time with all of this too, because they can't leave the house. And then my husband comes home. Okay. So lunchtime's at 12. We are, are, we're already done with lunch. I've cleaned up the kitchen. I'm already getting everybody situated for quiet reading time. And he walks in at 1250 and he's like, what's for lunch? Oh, hell no. Like lunch is...